on this episode of the AIE podcast. Guildhall plans are underway. We have found our destiny. It paid to be a ticket holder. We have Captain Sybil's STO update. And we are our own guests. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 285 of the podcasting celebrating you, the Alia Octa S gaming community. The die has been podcast. I'm Bacala. To my virtual left is Mucow. Catchphrase here. No. Greetings, gamers. <laughs> and downstairs and to the right is Ted Semi. Alt-itis. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. You two might know a few things about that. And we are doing a few, a few. We'll get into that later. Um, so we're hoping we're hosting a words are hard. We are doing a host show this week. So welcome <laughs> us. Yay. So I guess we don't need to go into what we're gonna doing in and out of game right now because we're gonna go into that a little later. But first, before we start talking to ourselves, digging mm-hmm. into our no 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 talking amongst ourselves, yes. let's cover this week's news. A.I.E. News. And community news. BlizzCon 2017 Guildhall plans are well underway, and we will have more information for you, uh, including hours of operation, where to volunteer if you'd like to help out, and what's going to be going on in the Guildhall a bit later once we have everything finalized. I'll uh, probably be doing that mostly in the forums, so keep an eye on there. And then in general Imperium Ludi news, are you playing Destiny 2? Well, we have got a clan for you. No, seriously. We have AIE clans for both PC and console. Follow the directions that Driss has helpfully posted in the forum thread for information on how to join. And in WoW news, do you want to take take a look back at all the content we've gone through this year? Or see what you've been missing if you haven't been playing much, if at all? Well, really? Blizzard is, yeah, shots fired. Well, Blizzard has put up the BlizzCon 2017 year in review for the World of Warcraft on their BlizzCon site, and it's available for everyone to see, ticket holders and non-ticket holders. Uh, also on that site, new content releases every Wednesday leading up to BlizzCon 2017, and there's some cool ticket holder only content like Inside the Blizzard Vault Episode 3, which just came Ooh. out. There's a, Yeah, there's a whole series of Inside the Blizzard Vault, which is awesome. Um, there are a lot of casual and advanced cosplay series videos and the artist journeys series, which are all really cool videos. Uh, if you have the physical or virtual ticket, you definitely should be checking out the site to see what's coming out. And you do have to be logged into your account that has the ticket on it to see the extra videos. Awesome. And in SOTOR news, SOTOR Escape Podcast 212, live from Korriban. This week, AIE SEMA, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC 212 start new characters on Korriban and begin a session of playthrough focusing on lore, tips, etc., while also talking about other game and community news this week in SOTOR. If you'd like to join them, AIE, if you'd like to join AIE's, um, 
the multi-guild game is always looking for new members in SOTOR. The officer channel on Jedi Covenant is at slash cjoin A-I-E-L-F-O. And more guild information is available at aie-guild.org slash SOTOR. Catch the live podcast and chat room on Tuesday nights from 1030 Central at Twitch TV, New Over New World Overlord. Wow, I can't speak today. New Overlords. Um, follow and subscribe on Twitter, YouTube, etc. Uh, to hear podcast news and see the other guild streams. And in you can blame Appleist for this one. No, right? this is completely Appleist, not mine. <laughs> breaking news from the Imperial News. I'm not reading this. <laughs> I find breaking news network from the Imperial News Network. This week, the Monday mandatory fun night will be on the Imperial side, and next week will be on the Republic side. All right, then. Thank you for taking care of the Imperial News. <laughs> I do not which, believe in propaganda. Which, which you couldn't hear in, in, in the inflection of his voice was the strike through scum word. So, yeah, blame yeah, at least that got struck out. <laughs> hashtag blame Apples. Yes, uh, that's, that's a valid hashtag. And then in Final Fantasy XIV news, are you interested in doing eight man content in Final Fantasy XIV and don't know where to start? Duress has an ongoing spreadsheet to help organize groups. Contact him in the AIE Discord in the FFXIV or Final Fantasy XIV silly Roman numerals channel to get access. Or update the spreadsheet with your availability if you already have access. And don't forget, the AIE Guild is now on Goblin, not on Gilgamesh. Also, uh, keep in mind that you need to keep October 10th free, as that is the finally announced launch date of patch 4.1, which means new housing as well as a ton of other content, but seriously housing, that's what everyone's talking about, right? Yep. Pretty much. Also in 4.1, we get this expansion's first alliance raid, so that'll give people an easy place to get gear and good, um, you know, the many, many Fs, you know, Final Fantasy, Friday, Fun, Fest. Fitness, Fun, Yes. That'll be a simple, easy introduction to a larger group content who, for folks who might be intimidated by the other raid dungeon content, which oh. is understandable. Yeah, because at, at the eight-man stuff, eight-man, like if you lose a person, whew, but, right. you know... When, 16 and, and, and larger you can you, well not to mention the fact that you have more people that can res but you know yeah you can survive a, a death or two no big deal awesome all right and we have captain sybil star trek online news summary for the week ending in 10 1 2017 celebrating star trek the next generation's 30th birthday no no I, i'm too young for that to be the case um <laughs> star trek online is offering free uniforms and shuttlecraft yes the adorable unis Unisex scant suit skirt suit is available from all factions and all genders. Also, a <laughs> that almost came out really bad. That was gonna say, that is not what you were gonna say. I know that. Nope. <laughs> Sometimes my eyes deceive me and my brain takes over and it's not safe for anything. <sighs> anyway, also a type seven shuttlecraft will be concurrently released as well. Better hurry as this free promotion ends October 5th. The STO website has the shuttle specs and fashions on display. As a tribute to the Star first to the new Star Trek Discovery series on CBS, STO is giving away free Discovery uniforms for Federation captains only. There's one handsome uniform for the right price. Free! 
Better, this promotion ends... Again, Better Hurry, this promotion ends October 6th. And again, you'll find those fashions on the website. Additional Beyond the Nexus-related missions, Dratorg Gothland and Melting Pot were released to introduce players to the new Lakari Kentari Drantor Colony World. These missions will also... No? That's fine. No. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, how'd you get through that? That's, yeah. that's a of words. I was wondering where the T came from. Lucari, Lucari, Kentari, Drunar. Yeah, you got it. Because there was, you, you know, there we go. These missions will also familiarize fleet members with the new fleet starbase. Now, the original Beyond the Nexus mission, released September 12th, will be unlocking week two and three reward replay rewards. This completes the Trilithium Lace Weaponry set in Universal Upgrade Tokens. The combat. Kombayashi? Yeah, Kombayashi Maru event returns this weekend. This is the famous Starfleet Academy no-win training scenario that cadet James T. Kirk hacked to win. Test your captain's skills by attempting to beat the event and win bonus marks in Dilithium. Dilithium. Wow. <laughs> I can't do Star Trek today. Dilithium. Also, weekend bonuses vouchers have been added to your winnings to allow captains to complete reputation projects. And this is why you all want me to read this part, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The Zenkethi lockbox has been introduced with new ships and prizes. Also, by sheer coincidence, there's a 50% lockbox sale through the Sea Store until October 6th. Get your keys to take advantage of all the cool lockbox prizes. And finally, don't forget, AIE Starfleet Base is always seeking contributions, materials, and personnel. And... All the information we just went over here, include as well as news, backstories, and patch notes, is available on the Star Trek Online website, StarTrekOnline.com. Until awesome then, job. Captain Simple says, "Live long and prosper." See, I'm, I'm convinced that maybe you're slightly Star Star Trek intolerant, and you're like your lips swell up a little bit when you're talking. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I am just <laughs> fine with Star Trek. Our my best she's friend not, and she's I. She's not Garrett Wanzero, you know. <laughs> my best friend and I've been having, you know, the conversation about Star Trek and Star Wars for the last thirty plus years. Um, so no, I'm definitely not Star Trek intolerant. It's just not a language that I'm fluent in. <laughs> and FYI, I like Star Trek Discovery. I think it's really good. The first two episodes are cool, and the next one will be interesting. Our best friend, a roommate, um, doesn't like what they did with the Klingon look and the growl and stuff like that but i like yeah, it but she's not really known to like change and it's a change <laughs> i know exactly all right and speaking of change in guild wars 2 the path of fire expansion has launched head on over to the aie discord and hop into the gw2 channel for discussion and all the strategies on the new expansion content and jedis and ramblings but with that said, let's get back to us and find out what we have been up to. So, Ooh. I know. McCullough, what have you yes. been up to? Four foot ten. Accurate. Five foot one of my favorite heels. Yeah, pretty good. Mm, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I have been getting ready for FanFest which is going to be at the Phoenix Convention Center uh, the weekend of November 10th and 11th. 12th, 11th and 12th. One of those two. Um, it's a Saturday-Sunday show. Um, it's a smaller version of Phoenix Comic Con uh, where, where 
lots of vendors are trying to get some good guests lined up panels lots of fun stuff and cosplay of course um as you will know the our main comic-con is in the middle of summer which is great if you're in a cool building however getting to and from in and out of cosplay is a little challenging yeah so a few years ago, they started FanFest, which is great because it is when the nicer, it's the nicer time of town of the year. Uh, they started out in actually Cardinal Stadium, but that's kind of on one side of the town. So they took it back down to the Phoenix Convention Center, which is the middle of town. So because I'm vending, doing lots of making lots of jewelry, uh, steampunk jewelry, playing with some new kind of cool quote designs. Of course, my regular Alice in Wonderland and some fun gothy designs as well. And bumping up the Cthulhu. Because who need, who doesn't need more Cthulhu? Right. Um, so that's one thing. Um, kind of focus with work because we have a new class that just started and I'm somehow in charge of whipping them to shape. Which involved me talking for six hours straight the other day and just wanting to retreat into a hole. <laughs> Did you people too much? I peopled too much. You know what's bad when you have to the next day teach a three-hour class and it's much easier to deal with in six hours? Yeah. Because yeah. of overpeopling. You were peopling at the people. I It was way too much people. It really was. So what have you been doing in gaming? Um, Lots of games with dice. Lots of games with dice. Um, Friday D&D is still going. Every other Friday D&D is going strong. Something about a 1,200-year time jump and somehow the world going to hell and being demon-run. And Would you be great if I was a WoW warlock? I, I was going to say... Um... Yeah, this sounds like Legion. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's some, there's some, there are some Legion linkages. Right. Um, and the great thing is, or the not so great thing is, everyone seems to know us in this world. <laughs> you're you're famous. That's good and bad. And bad, yeah. And you really, I I did. I may have tried to pull the. Do you know who we are? <laughs> last week do you know who i am like yeah well we know exactly who you are uh you need to fight this guy but i did try because okay. the barbarian may have tried to rage at and try to attack a god Which a knoll um it's actually a demon lord the knoll god um oh, yes okay. yeah yeah the old art had him looking very knollish with the three-headed flail right so instead, we ended up having to fight a um, really, really scary dark monk that almost Ooh. decimated our party. I was going to say, that's monk NPCs are not good. Those, those no, are no. Tough. Plus, the dang thing, you, if we cast spells, we took damage. Mm -hmm. um, but spells attacked him or affected him the best, which is why if we cast spells, we took damage. Right. Oh, when my warlock's hand is now a Cthulhu tentacle. That's awesome. No, it's not. It is. You're just becoming one with your god. I'm oh oh yeah. Oh yes. And all the gods are dead except for mine. Right. Well there yeah. you go. Yeah. Mine has more power here. As long oh. as you don't turn into one of those. 
No, no, that wouldn't yeah. be cute. The, hand, the hand's about right, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this came in loot box. And I was like, what in the world is this thing? And it says it's a Demogorgon from D&D. It is a Demogorgon. Yeah, that's really cool. Which yeah. loot box is this? When do we get it? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just happened that you were talking about all the different uh, fun demons and, and monsters and whatnot and tentacle arms. So I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that that is that is pretty much what our arm looks like. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, I, what, what yeah. the I, I need three more experience points. Quick, somebody say Demogorgon. I need two more experience points. Someone say Demogorgon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wednesday night, which is with um, some tadpillers. We had some fun. We had a very long battle the other night. And we are in Icewind Dale. Or above Icewind Dale, actually. We're in the eye of like the eye of the Allfather. Okay, and so it's wait a minute. You're doing... So Wednesday night you're doing um, Forgotten Realms. Star- right, Storm Storm King. Storm King. And then what are you mm-hmm. doing Friday nights? That is also Forgotten Realms, but it is not mo- not a module. It is okay. um, it is basically Forgotten Realms in name only. Right. But the really cool thing was our DM was very inspired by the dragons in WoW. Oh, okay. So the dra- cool. so like the dragons are like they take the elven form or you know the right. human forms that they look they look kind of elven um and they kind of have a care about well some of them have a care about humanity mm-hmm. some of them don't um so yeah no it's also forgotten realms but it's a homebrew basically cool and then is saturday night curse of strahd uh sunday night's curse of strahd but that um unfortunately due to the dm getting married and one of the players getting married not to each other um we're temporarily on hold i'm imagining once the DM gets back from his honeymoon, we'll then have to deal with well the other players going on dealing with his wedding stuff. So right, gotcha. So someone someone cast uh, mass marriage and devastated your party. <laughs> yes, pretty much, pretty much. But real life happens. That's the way of game, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and then every other Saturday's World of Darkness, which I'm happy to be finally playing because that's been a weird, long, winding road of me not playing that in that system. Is that uh, White Wolf? Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's in the vein of vampire or mage. Same world. Same world. Okay. Yep. Very cool. So, Mew, what have you been doing in and out of game? Uh, for the most part, it's been Destiny, Divinity, The Final, The Fantasy, and The Wow. So, wow. Yes. Yes. So, uh, for the most part, I want to say I was I was definitely big into the, the Destiny 2 console launch. I enjoyed the story quite a bit. Um, no, I, it was definitely an improvement over the first game. The only downside is that as I'm playing, it's like, oh, this will be fun with other people. Oh, this is going to be a lot of fun when we have more people. And so it was kind right. of like a distracting theme. It's like, you know, oh, man, I can't wait to do this, you know, do some raids with a right, bunch of right. people. With other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I've been pretty much done all the solo content that you can do. Um, you know, their, their campaign mode. So. Um, that uh, you know, I, I basically need to to do the gear grind uh, in order to do their their raids um, because you have to be at a certain um, it was light level. What do they call? It? I think they just call it power in Destiny Two. But uh, you have to grind yourself to a certain gear level in order to be able to survive. Because you can go to the the raids if you really want to, but you know something will just shoot you and you'll fall over. So it's usually not a good thing. No. Mm, yeah, that's not like a good time. I'll say that's a party. Yep, <laughs> definitely not. Um, also that's on the PS4, which, you know, that's in, in the, the, you know, the living room. So it's a little harder to, to 
to wander out there and, you know, get going on, on destiny when, you know, I have this thing with everything else on it. Right. Um, which I've been playing the, uh, the, the new game, uh, divinity, uh, I think it's original sin too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, that's been a very interesting game because I've that more of an RP RP based, like a, it's like an, not an MMO, but like more like a character based. Yeah. It's basically take Diablo add um, more interactive story because, you know, Diablo is very, very on rails. Add a more interactive right. story and then add Civ's or Civilization's rule set. Right. Oh, nice. Because uh, yeah, I've not played XCOM because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's it's, it's basically just XCOM. Yeah, no, I had, I had a lot of fun with XCOM. Yeah, so... Yeah, from what I'm hearing, it, you know, also depending on how you make your party, certain things are easier or harder will give you advantages to, to yeah, I'm trying to figure all that out. Yeah. That, that's the thing is it's, you know, you're, you, you, you pick a main character mm-hmm. in the single player. There's a, there's also um, co-op multiplayer. So then everybody can pick their own character and then you, your party is all the people. Right. But um, it's an interesting system. So you can either make your own character or you can pick one of the preset characters. Right. And you know, the difference is the preset characters have a huge backstory. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you play as one of them, you're actually you're acting as them, and a very I want to say Mass Effect style, you'll have you know your different uh, dialogue choices, right. and it'll it'll tell you like you know um, you, you can this will be a strength check, this will be a influence check, this will be a wit check, this will be intelligence. Right. Um, right. For the 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 pre made characters, they'll also have additional um, options because of their backstory. Um, I've been playing the Red Prince, which is a, a red lizard. Um, mm-hmm. He's you know, he's royalty that got cast down because he did some naughty stuff that his right. people didn't like so much. Um, so you're basically like you know he you have the choice of being hoity-toity or you know do you know who I am or right. you can right. you know right. it's it's kind of interesting because you can either just you can play it completely to that character like he, he'll he'll usually have you know at least one of his choices on the screen and you can always hit that but you don't have to you could choose any of the other options that are open to everyone. So it's, you can, you know, you're basically crafting right. the story yourself. Right. Right. Cool. Did you, but yeah. you know, speaking of the XCOM, did you ever do the, um, the Shadowrun version that they put out? Well, I, I've never played any XCOM. That's just it. Oh, I'm, the, I'm not familiar with the genre at all. So this is okay. my first time playing with this genre. Yeah. So the, Shadow, why... the Shadowrun was really good and really well done. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I've been wanting to try out XCOM for a while because I've seen a lot of people um, playing it, and it looks interesting. But you know, like I said, it it, it reminds me of it's it's Diablo but turn based. Yeah, right, right, exactly. And there's a lot yeah. of strategy onto. Okay, I'm being attacked by five guys, and here's my team of five. So I need to get line of sight on them, or get in range so spells hit. But then I need to make sure I've got somebody blocking them so their line of sight doesn't hit me. Yep. So there's a, there's a lot of strategy in the turn based on on how to make you successful, but there's also a ton of story in there. Um, yeah, there is. I've been I've been hearing kind of bits and pieces of it. Um, some of my gaming crew are playing it, and I'll just see a, a comment of you know, something that happens or, Hey, it would be easier to handle this boss if I had this going or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I stumbled across, uh, I'm, I'm on the, the starter Island and I stumbled across this weird creature and he's just blathering and screaming about flowers. Oh, wow. And, and, you know, uh, and my, my first time I come across him, you know, I, 
I didn't have what he wanted. You know, it, was, I was, it said, hey, I, you know, I'll try to help you, whatever. It's like, oh, you don't have what I want. And so he tries to, you know, attack me and he does manage to kill me. So I roll back to my previous game save. Mm-hmm. And um, decide, well, maybe going towards him isn't a good idea. Let's avoid him for now. And then I happened to come across a flower. Right. Ah. The flower wandered over to him. New option. Give him the flower. Gave him the flower. Right. He's like, oh, hey, thanks. This is great. Here, have a really awesome ring for, for your trouble. Right. And yeah. He wanders off. <laughs> so, oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's very much like, you know, it, it's, it's a who you know, what you have, what you find, what you know. Right. You know, yeah, who's with you? Look at the drop. Look at the drop. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting. And, like, you know, you want to save a lot. Like, a lot. Like, a lot. Right, a lot. That makes yeah. sense. Um, especially because, you know, the, the loot you give, for example, um, you know, I, I you know, one of those many times I didn't save quite soon enough. So I had to reload a chest and whole new items came out. Like, completely different from what I had wow, before. Okay. Um, so it's just little things like that. Like if, you know, some people like to roll the dice and see what interesting things come out of chess. Well, you can save right before you open and just open and see what's in it over and over. And in the game allows that. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting. Um, you know, it's also, it doesn't hold your hand. Um, you got to kind of have to figure things out on your own. Um, it's definitely not, you know, current. Wow. It's more like vanilla. Wow. Where, Mm -hmm. you know, there's occasional quests and it has a journal telling you what you're trying to figure out, but it only shows you what you know. Um, mm-hmm. And if someone was nice enough to give you a, a map marker, but they're not always going to do that. They might just say it's over yonder somewhere. Right. And mm-hmm. then you Go get to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Lots of little secrets to stumble across. Yeah. It's definitely a very rich game. Um, I, def- I found myself up f- f- far too late playing it. So, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's been very interesting, and that that I'll definitely blame on Jen because she was interested in the game, and so mm-hmm. you know, since I bought it on Steam, that means she has access to it. So mm-hmm. I can Hashtag start Jen. Yeah, I can I can start blaming my, uh, my gaming on her now. Good, um, perfect. Yep. Um, and then beyond that, um, then on to Final Fantasy. Uh, I've been off and on focusing on the Yokai Watch um, special event. It's it's uh, just a rehash of the one we had uh, last year, or maybe it was two years ago, where you're you know you're basically just grinding what they call fates, the the you know, the live events, to get these tokens to buy pets, which is why Luger's really into it right now. Mm-hmm. But then as you battle those same fates with the new pets you've bought, then it drops new tokens that you can buy weapons with. So you know it's just a it's it's kind of a grind fest, so you know you don't want to just unless you're into it, you don't want to just sit there and grind everything in one setting. So I've kind of been grinding get bits, bitten pieces here and there, and uh, trying to uh, get tons of uh, the gold saucer points so that I can get some of the fun gear there. So that's been the the focus of my Final Fantasy as I am waiting to for all the housing fun and all the stored to come. Um, they they did show some interesting stuff in some of the live letters and some of the announcements they've done. Um, there's definitely some interesting story coming. Um, you know the it's it's what a few months now since uh, launch show story spoilers at this point. Um, you know spoiler 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 um, that you know we 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 did take a, um, liberate Alamigo. So now this patch is going to be them focusing. Well, now what do we do? Because right. you have all these people that have been under, you know, Imperial boot for, you know, about 25 years, I think. So now it's like, well, now what do we do? So that's what the patch looks like it's going to be focusing on. 
So that's going to be some interesting stuff. Their, their, their content patches have always been really interesting. I've been amazed at how much story that they sneak into just a content patch. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, and of course that new, you know, Alliance raid, which should be very interesting. It's always interesting to see this game with tons of people in a raid, um, because there's just so much going on and, um, more Hildebrand. Everyone loves Hildebrand cause he's, he's the comic relief. So yeah, fun there. And then finally, uh, my other focus, uh, DeWow, has DeWow. been. So um, I'll let uh, Timmy talk more about what uh, Furt's been doing. Uh, but my other team, uh, finally, as of this week, is now seven of nine on Heroic. Um, oh, we're back to Star Trek? <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, yes. Um, we kind of hit like a weird, like weird lull. Um, to where we were losing people. We were stuck at five of nine for a very long time and we just couldn't get the push through because we just didn't have the people. It's this, the raid is really hard if you don't have at least 15 people and yeah. we were getting about 11 or 12. So yeah, it was just designed for 10 people unless you're completely over geared or over skilled. Yep. Yep. Because if one person dies, that's it. You're screwed. Um, so the, you know, especially the, the, we were having trouble with, uh, with uh, maiden, uh, the uh, uh, Guitar Hero boss. You know, you can't. You, I you love can't, that boss. That's know. hilarious. It's a lot of fun until you get to Heroic. And right. then it's very punishing. Um, you, you know that fun bit where you jump into the hole? Yeah, you got to yeah. time that. Yeah, you have to time it now because it's they don't give you the slow fall. Like you are just falling, period. And if right. you do it too soon, bye. You do yeah. it too late, well, you just blew everyone up. Right. So, so, yeah, fun there. Uh, but yeah, we finally did push through there, and now we're beating our heads on um, Fallen Avatar, and that is definitely a much harder fight on on Heroic. It's it's very punishing. There's a a, a new you know because it's Tomb of Sokaris. Uh, there's a, there's right. a new soaking mechanic in Heroic that uh, on top of every other bit of nonsense that's going on in that fight, everyone has to soak these puddles, or just like on Kill Jaden, you know, it, it wipes the rage. Everyone, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's been fun. So that's what we're beating our heads up against now. Um, other than that, uh, you know, speaking of the earlier Altitis, that's what I've been focusing on as well. Trying to get uh, a Warlock and a Death Knight. That's my focus because I've already got two Druids, a Warrior, uh, the Rogue, a Paladin. And so I need a Warlock and a Death Knight. And then I'll move on to the, the other classes, which I don't use quite as often. But uh, so yeah, that's my been my focus. Seeing all the different you know different stories, how they all interlock. Because you know at, at this point, you definitely want to see what the stories are in the individual class halls, because yeah. we're kind of getting past the point where what they've done is now affecting everyone. It's not just their class hall. Right. So you you get to see what the work each of the class halls has been doing to bring to the big you know stuff. Yeah. Except of exactly. course, oddly uh, oddly enough, I was kind of you know because I went through the druid one again. And I was right. kind of taken aback with with the fact that their class hall stuff doesn't seem to be affecting what we're doing anymore. Like they were huge in Emerald Nightmare, yeah, and that was it. And it's then like, it's like, okay, done. Yep. So it's like they're no longer relevant. Like they're they cleared out the Emerald Nightmare. Hey, thanks guys. Okay, see ya. Have fun with the Legion. It's like, yeah, okay. You know, whereas it's it's interesting. Every other other class hall seems like they're definitely you know gun in for Argus. So. But uh, yeah, that's been my gaming. So how about you, Tets? Um, a lot of raiding as well. Um, we've gotten Kill Jaden down 
two weeks consecutively on normal. So we've considered, considered him on farm now. Um, one of those, we actually had long lost people show up. Uh, Scott showed up for a raid night Ooh, and we got right. killed, killed Jaden down with him. And then John from Azeroth Roundtable showed up for a night and we got stuff down with him as well. Um, so it's good that we got people slowly coming back. But yeah, Mew, you mentioned, you know, having trouble with not having enough people. Um, have you looked at the data mine stuff that's coming out from um, the new raid? Not yet. I've heard little pieces here and there that apparently there's some interesting gear coming. Yeah, there's there's six trinkets coming. And if you have all six in the raid and they all proc, it gets a secondary. There's a primary ability that's always on. And then if all six proc and they're all active in the raid, which usually happens at the pull, um, then you get the secondary effect on it. So I can really see, you know, you're going to need two tanks. You're going to need two healers, Mm -hmm. but then you're going to need like eight DPS to have multiple versions of the DPS trinkets Mm -hmm. um, just to, so that, you know, procs as much as possible. Um, Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. So that's tank healer, melee DPS, range DPS, What's the other and, two? I guess was it was it strength versus agility, maybe? Yeah, strength, there's, agility, a, there's a strength, agility, int, and then um, I'm trying to remember. There's there's like two different versions of the DPS. Uh, there's I think there's three or four different versions of the, oh, the DPS. It could be that you know it could be there's two different agilities, one for range, one for melee. Yeah, exactly. That's what, so. that's what I can think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So definitely those smaller groups are going to feel it. And I'm, I'm surprised that the current raid content actually has that handicap. It seemed like it didn't seem to be that bad in the past, but they've yeah. definitely been tuning it for larger groups lately. Yeah, they have. Um, yeah. And we noticed cause the more, you know, it used to be, we were worried when we would get, you know, 15, 18 people in, but now, it seems like we're less successful if we don't have 15 to 18 people in mm-hmm. just for the extra mechanics and stuff like that, especially the how's, soaking mechanics. How's it working when you have somebody that might not be as geared or has had the experience with the raid? So it might be a little harder to do those mechanics. Is there any comp and not um, compensation or is it making it harder, easier? Right, right now on normal because of the um, Argus gear, because you're getting um, nine thirty gear from the uh, invasion. If you're lucky, you're generally getting nine ten, nine fifteen plus gear from the veiled Argonite. Um, you're generally at this point for our raid team at normal, we're over gearing it so we can oh, carry boy. we can carry okay. a couple people. What worries me is going into the new raid, right? Um, what the gear requirements going to be, and you know that sort of thing. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. Right, right now we're we're in a good spot. At least yeah. our our team feels like it's in a good spot. Cool, because yeah, I know, you know, when we were raiding together, when it came to ability wise, I know I was always one of the lower levels when it came to just understanding and how to work those mechanics. So I know sometimes it would. Yeah, I'm a body. It's great that I, you know, I'm there as a party member. However, sometimes it would be make things harder for everybody else. It, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely 
it, it definitely depends. Um, gear helps a lot, but there's a lot more requirement on the weapon than the rest mm-hmm. of the gear because you could have like you could have nine ten gear, but if you've got bad stuff socketed in your weapon or you forgot to socket your weapon or you haven't been keeping up with concordance on the weapon, mm-hmm. um, you're going to suffer. It just, it will affect your DPS. And you know, like I said, our, our raid team bounces between, you know, people that are running 300,000 DPS up to, you know, 900 to 950,000 DPS uh, just depends on, on, who's with us and what they're doing. So yeah, cool. I mean, right now we're, we're carrying people. It's not too bad. Okay. Um, we did poke at heroic Gorath and that looks fun. Cause the only additional mechanic is one quarter of the room gets on fire and you just have to move the boss. Um, yep. but, but that was when we were having really bad internet issues and discord issues and other stuff. So it was just, it was miserable, but I think, you know, we'll, we'll try that either this week or next week again. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get them down. Cool. Um, so I've been doing that on Tet. Uh, I have been, I got all the way through the Argus campaign on him and he's at the get all your followers to 950 gear level. So, um, when you first get to Argus, you go through all the campaign and they're like, okay, get all your followers to 900 if they're not. And then there's the second stage where it's now get them to 925 and then Mm -hmm. now it's get them to 950. So I've got, two or three at 950 and i just need the the rest of them um up there but the mission only comes out every three days so it's kind of intentionally gated to to be slow you just have to kind of find that mission when it's up and and send your followers for it um so i'm doing that i've got of my nine that have gotten into argus um so tet's on the 950 and then i've got six that are sitting at the 925 one, my shaman just got to the you get to nine hundred, and then I've got my druid who hasn't got to that part yet. Um, and then I have my priest, monk, and demon hunter parked on the sidelines right now. But they're both they both have almost complete sets of unsullied gear. So as soon as they hit one ten, they'll have eight eighty gear waiting for them in their bags, and and I can just you know do the broken shore stuff real quick for the class mount, and then go to Argus and not feel like I'm too far behind on the curve. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been working on that, trying to keep up with the class story stuff. Um, and also just as a break, because you know, it's like, okay, leveled nine characters. Don't want to level. I've gone through the Argus story nine times. Don't want to, you know, or seven <laughs> times, you know, to need right. to take a break. Um, so we have, uh, my daughter and I and some of her friends have uh, a couple of Minecraft servers up on the Minecraft realms that we play with. And we just started a brand new survival only one. No, you know, can't use the, the console commands. Can't use any of the, um, what is it? Not crafting mode. The, the actual, uh, you know, mode where it, Oh, creative mode. Creative mode. Yeah. 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 So we made it through the first couple of nights you know, didn't starve, got enough, got enough wheat and stuff like that found. So we got that started, um, found some chickens. So we start breeding those. And, um, then thankfully we were able, cause we, we couldn't find any sheep, like nowhere with ton of wolves, which is mm-hmm. why we couldn't find any sheep. Any sheep, right. right makes <laughs> yeah. So finally I, um, there's a huge, um, body of water. So I took a boat out 
ran into, you know, shore. There's another body of water, took another boat past that and found some sheep and was able to get just enough wool to make two beds and then get back before the wolves ate the sheep. So we're still trying to find, you know, sheep that we could pen up and actually breed. Um, but right now, for some reason on the server, the the wolves are running amok. Um, amok, amok, amok. Pretty much. And then she also found, while we were exploring, one of the uh, mining things we did, we stumbled on this huge underground cavern. And so we started exploring that, and she found a mob spawner, and it was spawning skeletons. So we're like, oh, this is great. We can get, you know, all sorts of stuff. So we um, dropped, had to, you know, put some water in to create a little waterfall so we could ride that down into the cavern where it was and then start clearing everything out. So we had a fun hour getting that all set up and now we've got it blocked off for later. We'll come back and um, have fun with the monster spawner, but it's been good. It's, it's been a good break and, and it's more fun playing on the, you know, the survival because every, you know, decision actually matters and you have to do stuff. Um, we've been able to find a ton of resources, iron and coal, but we haven't been able to find any um, redstone or, or gold or anything like that. So we can't make compasses or um, timepieces or anything like that yet. But that's what, that's our next goal is we're going to go out and do that. So we've just been having fun, you know, log in for an hour, get some stuff done, log out. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I've been doing. Um, also, our I think we mentioned it last time, McCullough, but our game finished up, right? We saved the world. Yeah, the City of Mist. Yep, yep. The paladin's yep. heart went flying, and we, you know, sacrificed the true believer's heart on the altar and the zombies. Yeah, yeah. And yep. yeah, and you had some big guns. I did. I have I have some holy guns, apparently, for my yes. ginslinger. For the ginslinger. Yeah, and then we are starting. Um, one of our players actually wanted to DM, so she's going to DM for the first time, and we're all starting up characters. So, and still, and she did ask for backstories because she does want to do something more story driven. So, no. So McCullough will have a twelve-page backstory. <laughs> I need to. You know what? I'm to this point though. I think I might take like some parts of a backstory from games that don't aren't character driven. And kind of super incorporate them. Right. Because I have characters that have interesting stories that'll never be told. So Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I wish I wish we were still playing uh Deadlands. Still playing no fourth edition because I could bring my uh I could bring book over. Well you can really always good. remake book in fifth ed. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not as powerful. The, the spells. Like, well, nothing is as powerful. I mean, you know, Fourth Ed was a video game where this is more classic D and know. It was just more fun. I know. So, yes, um, I know, dear. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been up to. Um, I've also been shipping. Oh, from going back to WoW. There's also. Um, just spending time in Argus, opening chests, killing rares and stuff like that. I've gotten so many pieces of unsullied plate that I've had to ship it over to my Airy Peak Tunes because it's like, here, hold wow. this. Um, yep. So as soon as that Airy Peak Tune hits 110, you know, they'll be they'll be fully outfitted. So, um, yeah, it was interesting because I was talking with old man Franks and he's like, yeah, I, I wish we could trade in like 
the Sargonite or the stuff for some Unsullied tokens. I'm like, I'm swimming in them. I can't, you know, I don't have enough tunes to to do, to do all this with the Unsullied tokens. So, yeah, it's it's interesting to see the drop rate among different uh, players and stuff like that. But all right, well, I think that is what I've been up to. Anything else awesome. that anyone wanted to cover or remember? I did just get my Con Before the Storm kit. Oh, oh nice. So, so, so I expect those to start popping if you uh, backed that and came with the Con Before the Storm t-shirt with the cool That's logo. Gorgeous. Awesome. And little bits here and there, little 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 pins, some kind of special Con Before the Storm um, blizzard oh, pins. Just, wow, cool. they're doing some great stuff this year. Yeah. Yep, little uh, all kinds of fun stuff. So I'll have that for for BlizzCon. And that was from their Kickstarter, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then World of Podcasts. If you're interested in who's going to be on World of Podcasts, all the um, all the names and and hosts are out. So Rose going to be on there from Realm Maintenance. Ben, John from Azeroth Roundtable are going to be on there. Um, I know but Fist separately, Thorn are going to be on there separately. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scott's doing. I think Scott's going to be on there with Bo. Yeah, just there's a yeah, lot. I think, they're, I think they're doing a core thing. They are. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Core. And then oh. Ben's yeah. part of some. I forget what the what was it called. That he's part of a bigger group that's going to do something. A a, a panel. Yep. Exactly. So should be fun. Keep it. And they're going to try and stream all that. So if you're not going to BlizzCon. Um, then you can watch that as well. And I think the, the World of Podcast stuff is the day before BlizzCon kicks It off. is, yeah, mm-hmm. usually at least. Yep. yep. So that's all all good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So. All right. Well, we have a shout-out uh, from Marcus B., who wants a shout-out to his ops team, DST, which are the Death Star Troopers. They've been getting better every week, and he's happy to have them. Tonight, they run Gods from the Machine again. Also, a huge shout-out to our buddies Max and Sima for the new format of the podcast. Great job. And that is our show. It was very interesting to listen to them actually play through the the starting area and and have some discussions about it. So, it's good. Fun. Very fun. So, that is our show for tonight. Well, the chat room begins suggesting titles. We want to thank us for joining us. So, guys... Round of applause for us. <laughs> Pat on the back, what have you. <laughs> All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the Mucow with a K. Uh, Michaela is at Cyberwaith. Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website. And that's aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash aie podcast discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him with at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. All right. And Max popped into the chat room and triggered one thing. So right before we sign yeah. off, um, if you are interested in upcoming content for Star Wars The Old Republic, they will be publishing the roadmap 
on Monday. So keep an eye out for that. I'm sure there'll be a lot of discussion on the AIE Discord in the SWOTOR channel. So keep your eyes peeled for that. All right. And speaking of segments, it's now time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Overly Dramatic News with Hunts the Wind. Welcome back, Hunts. We're glad you survived survived the hurricanes and are done working on the hurricanes for now. Yes. Yes, he stopped hunting the wind because the wind was hunting him. You know, at, the, at that point, yeah, it, it's it's bound to get dangerous. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, well, we got, we'll see you guys in two weeks. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Mikau. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Our Gussian appetites lead to transportation turmoil. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. In the centuries since the Draenei left Argus, the ravages of the Legion have forced all remaining life there to evolve quickly, simply to survive. But sometimes the evolutionary path can produce some decidedly odd effects. One such detour revealed itself recently at the bases established by the crew of the Vindicar across Argus. To speed movement of people and supplies, they opted to use transporters instead of a network of flight paths. But soon after the platforms were installed, they began failing at high rates. The cause? A species of semi-sentient rodents that were somehow consuming the teleporter structures, drawing sustenance from the materials and energy contained within. In an effort to solve the problem, a specialist in small creatures was called in, the Druid Myloon. After a one-to-many sit-down with a group of the creatures, she was finally able to establish communications. While we all hope that she will find a way to entice them to find something else to eat, her initial report is not encouraging. According to the Perky Centaur, the first phrase she was able to translate was, Mmm, beacons. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.